0: Brian heard the sound of a jet taking off and turned to see it. The little Cessna between himself and the jet looked like a child's toy. He could feel tiny raindrops hitting his face as he looked up, so he turned and made his way hurriedly to the terminal. He hadn't brought his umbrella with him, and he needed his suit to look good tomorrow. He stopped in the men's room as soon as he was in the terminal. Only a few light speckles of water were visible on his suit, and his hair wasn't wet. He fluffed his hair with his fingers and ran a lint roller over his jacket and pants. Satisfied that the flight and rain hadn't taken a toll on his clothing or hair, he walked to the mirror and made a shooting motion with his right thumb and index finger. He was ready for his meeting tomorrow morning. He stopped at the Avis desk to pick up the keys to his rental car. There was a woman at the desk, Phyllis according to her name tag. She was plump with short curly hair and a very round face. She was wearing thin rectangular glasses which fit far too snugly, forcing the flesh above and below them to bulge over the frames and making her whole head look like the number 8. Brian flashed his trademark smile, made some small talk, and managed to flirt his way to a complimentary upgrade, from a compact to a full size. Flashing Phyllis a final smile, he began to walk toward the parking garage. He stopped just outside of the terminal doors when he saw a girl sitting alone on the bench. She was a tall, skinny blonde with bangs. He guessed she was in her teens, but he wasn't sure exactly how old. She was dressed in a light summer skirt and thin blouse, which seemed entirely inappropriate for the cool Oregon weather. She also wore flimsy heels and a silver charm bracelet. She had a large, weather-worn duffel bag on the ground near her feet. While Brian noticed all of that, what really caught his eye was the tears. He wasn't sure what compelled him to approach her. She just seemed so lost, scared, and alone. She looked like she needed help. Hey, what's wrong? he asked, approaching her cautiously. She looked up from the sidewalk, exposing a puffy, dark eye. She eyed him warily for a moment, weighing what she knew about the danger of talking to strangers, against the danger of sitting alone outside the airport in the middle of the night. She ultimately decided that the latter of the two was the more immediate danger, and responded. I just... She started, but stopped. I need to get away, but I've got nowhere to go. Brian nodded, motioning to the bench next to her. Do you mind if I join you? She lifted her duffel bag and put it on the bench between them. Brian's only knowledge of teenagers was from having been one himself. He tried to imagine what would have caused him to pack up his things and head to the airport when he was her age. Serious trouble at home, he thought. Of that he was certain. He wondered if home was with her parents, or with an abusive boyfriend. He guessed she was close to 18, but wasn't sure which side she landed on. Either way, why wouldn't she run home when she was beaten up? Unless it happened there. Thinking about how he would have reacted to a stranger digging into his business at that age, he avoided mentioning her eye for a moment. Where are you trying to go? He asked. Any particular place in mind? She shook her head. Away, she said. Just away. Well, you made it to the airport. Were you planning on getting on a plane? She shook her head again. It was the only place I could think of where there would be a lot of people at night. She stopped for a moment, then added. Sober people. The picture was becoming clear to Brian, and he took a guess at her situation. Your dad? No, I haven't seen him in a long time. One of my mom's... friends. There was an emphasis on the word friends that made Brian sure she didn't share the same relationship with them. I take it Mom already knows? Yeah, she's the one that made me do it. Brian's brow furrowed curiously at the phrasing of her response. Made you do it? Look, man, I don't think that's... Brian interrupted her, lifting his palms defensively. Okay, okay, he said, flashing a smile. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. She lowered her head, sobbing, crossed her arms across her chest, and rubbed at her biceps with her hands. He wasn't sure if she was doing it because she was scared, cold, or both, but she definitely needed help. He stood up, slipped off his jacket, and placed it tentatively over her shoulders. She flinched reactively, and then pulled at the lapels to close the jacket in front of her. Thanks. I'm Brian, by the way. What's your name? Cassie, she replied, her eyes narrowing. Cassandra, I mean. That's a beautiful name. May I call you Cassie?